Welcome everyone to episode 4 of Overheard in the Gym. My name's Stuart, I'm a fitness coach and online personal trainer and this is the show that sets straight the dubious fitness myths and fad diet cons that we all overhear in the gym every day. And for today's show we're talking cardio versus weights. We'll look at which is best, why you probably won't end up looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger and which one is going to result in the most fat loss results. This topic came about this week in the gym as there seemed to be a real reluctance from new members or people going through new program designs to incorporate much, if any, weight work into their workout, despite their goal being to lose weight. There's generally an assumption that if you want to get fit and lose weight, you head straight for the cardio machines. Um, But if you want to get big and build muscle, then you want to head straight for the weights area or the resistance machines and get yourself pumping some iron. Does anyone really still say pumping iron? I don't know. Sorry, guys. Anyway, as soon as you mention, oh, let's go on the resistance machines to a lot of clients, you tend to see their sort of face drop, the blood drain away from their face. They turn white. They look a little bit scared and they start to wonder what exactly they've gotten themselves into. And I think that's a really uh, frustrating place to be because there are so many benefits to including some resistance or weighted exercises in your routines. Um, So let's start there. Let's start with uh, resistance machines. And really the first benefit uh, of weight training of any sort is the effect on increasing the body's metabolism. So weight training is a really good way of burning calories. And we know that if we're trying to lose weight, then burning calories is one of our primary goals because we need to create a calorie deficit. So weight training is going to uh, increase the body's ability to burn calories or the body's uh, rate of burning calories uh, in the short term directly after training as well as in the longer term post training as well. There are numerous studies that show that weight training can increase our metabolism uh, for maybe up to 36 hours after training. Imagine that, that's awesome. You get to burn extra calories for doing no extra work. So while you're sat at home watching TV, potentially burning, say, 60 calories an hour, um, having included some weight training in your uh, session earlier in the day, you might actually be burning 70 calories an hour. And over the course of a a day or a week or a month, that's suddenly an awful lot more calories that you've burnt for little extra effort. So straight away, you're already winning. Now, over the longer term, uh, having increased muscle mass, so gaining a bit more muscle, um, it's going to mean that the body's rate of burning calories at rest is also going to increase. So the more lean muscle mass you can build, the more your body is naturally going to burn higher amounts of calories without you having to do any additional work. Um, And this is one of the reasons why protein then becomes a really important part of your diet. The more protein that we're taking in, um, the less likely we are to see muscle wastage through training, particularly when we're in a calorie deficit and the body naturally wants to get energy from as many sources as it can. And if we're able to preserve muscle mass while maintaining a calorie deficit, the body's likely to start dropping body fat, which needs me nicely on to my next point. And that's around people's goals. So one of the things that I do with clients uh, and with new members in the gym as well is talk about what their goals are, what they want to get out of their PT sessions or what they want to get out of uh, being in the gym. And for the most part, generally, people want to have that leaner, more aesthetic look. They'll generally come across and say they want to look toned, they want to look defined, they want to lose their belly, they want to lose those hips um, or whatever it might be. And that the reason they then want help is because despite hours on end of cardio and classes and doing all of the things that traditionally you'd think you should do, they just don't feel like they look any different. They might have lost some weight, but 
they find that those kind of stubborn areas of body fat still aren't going and they're not really sure what they are doing wrong or what they need to do right. Now, of course, any type of exercise is great news and I would encourage everyone to move more and do more and be more active. And whether you're doing cardio or weight training, then you will generally see some weight loss so long as we're maintaining a calorie deficit and we're moving more than we did before. So cardio training will certainly help you lose weight. But typically what we'll see is that this type of weight loss will come from a combination then of fat, muscle and water loss. Um, so what you're left with is rather than a more toned, defined, aesthetically pleasing version of yourself, you're just left with a slightly smaller version of your current self. So those areas have maybe shrunk but haven't disappeared and we haven't seen any changes in body composition necessarily, just more a change in uh, our overall uh, muscular and fat makeup. And what we need to remember is that the body is really efficient. It's really good at prioritizing and keeping itself safe. We haven't evolved uh, much really from kind of our caveman ancestors. If you follow a paleo diet, you'll know all about this. And we're used to having to keep as much energy stored in the body as possible. We have to be really clever about how we work if we want to start getting around this. So where the body is trying actively to keep itself as safe as possible, what we often see is someone who does maybe a lot of cardio and doesn't then follow an adequate diet in line with their uh, type of exercise or uh, kind of activity, that the body will hold on to body fat and it will tend to sacrifice muscle mass, uh, particularly when it's presented with a lot of endurance style exercise. Now I think I'm safe to say that for many people, their main fear when using weights is the belief that somehow they'll suddenly turn into one of those overly tanned, oiled up bodybuilding competitors that strut around on stage in as little as possible, or just stand in front of the mirrors in, in the gym and kind of flex and grunt a little bit. But the truth is that unless you consume a vast amount of calories above your maintenance intake, and remember that if you're trying to lose weight, the chances are you're going to be in some form of calorie deficit, and you're training in a very specific manner, you won't be giving Arnold Schwarzenegger any sleepless nights. And that's true uh, for me, as it is for anybody else. I've actively been trying to gain weight and gain muscle mass since finishing a phase of getting as lean as possible and losing um, body fat. And the truth is, it's quite tough. Um, it means I can eat more food, which is awesome, but I still want to stay lean, so I'm trying not to eat too much extra food. But yeah, I'm certainly not going to turn into Arnie anytime soon. So right now, for many of you, weightlifting should be feeling pretty good. Um, we know that it's going to raise our metabolic rate. We know that it's going to help promote greater fat burning. And hopefully it's going to help make us look more defined, more lean, more toned. So I would say that probably what most people fear is actually exactly what they should be doing to achieve their goals in the gym. But if weightlifting has all these amazing benefits, then what about cardio? Surely there's some cardio benefits as well. And of course there are. In fact, the first thing you're probably thinking is, but cardio burns calories too. And you're right, of course it does. Any form of physical activity where we're working above our norm or we see an increase in heart rate or breathing um, is going to be burning additional calories as our muscles need that extra energy to move and contract and keep us going. But when we look at cardio sessions in the gym, an extended cardio session might burn maybe five to 800 calories, which is awesome. But the emphasis here is on extended session. 
So spending a lot of time doing a particular exercise to burn as many calories as possible. A 10 minute cycle on a bike or a quick jog on a treadmill is likely to garner far less. And what you'll see is that instead of having a session which is maybe 60 minutes or 90 minutes, you might have to do an hour and a half, two hours, three hours to get the same or similar calorie benefits than you would do if you were doing a weighted gym session instead. Now, of course, this will depend on your intensity while training. And something that I do with my clients is get them to score their intensity out of 10. So we'll give them a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being super easy, you could probably carry on doing that all day long, to 10, which is probably closer to calling an ambulance. Now, the higher intensity, even if it's only in short bursts, the higher the likely calorie burn as a result. And when it comes to weight loss, the calorie expenditure really is key. So if we're getting people to work maybe at an intensity of 7, 8 or possibly 9 in short bursts, we're going to see far greater results and benefits than if we're just working at an intensity of maybe 2 or 3 or 4. And understanding your level of intensity, I think, will really make a big difference to how well and how effectively you train. So often we see people in the gym sat on a recline bike, reading the news, swiping through their phone while they're pedaling along. They finish their session and the bike says, great work, well done, you've burnt 200 calories. The chances of that being true are pretty slim. In fact, they haven't even broken a sweat. So how they can expect to have burnt 200 calories um, while sitting on the bike reading the paper amazes me. Yet if they're more aware of the intensity to which they're training and how they're feeling while they're training, they'll probably see a much better uh, training effect and they'll get a much better outcome out of their training session, which is surely exactly what we want. And if their intensity is up, then their heart rate and breathing is going to be up. And that takes us probably to one of the main benefits of cardio training. And that's the positive health benefits. Of course, weight training has its own health benefits, uh, particularly when we look at uh, muscular endurance, bone density, uh, ability to keep moving through joints and things like that. Cardio training, as the name suggests, is hugely beneficial in improving and maintaining our cardio or cardiovascular health. That's the health of your heart and respiratory system. Better cardiovascular health means less chance of heart disease. It reduces the risk of high blood pressure, diabetes, stroke. Um, it can help with asthma and improve mental health, which for our long-term well-being is all hugely important. And let's not forget that any form of exercise, whether it's cardio, weight training, just getting out for a walk, has a really positive impact on how we feel, not only about ourselves, but also our outlook as well. And for many people, that uh, positivity that they get from training is just as or maybe even more important than the actual outcome or effects of the training sessions that they do themselves. So there you have it, cardio versus weights, which you should be doing and which is best. Well, in reality, the most accomplished training program is going to be one that combines both. We probably don't want to eliminate cardio training from our routine altogether, but we do want to put an emphasis on including or maybe increasing the amount of resistance training that we're doing. So it's probably time to break free from the thinking that cardio equates to fat loss and weight training equates to building muscle and weight gain. It's just simply not as clear cut as that and often the biggest difference between fat loss and muscle building is more related to our diet than anything else. So that's it for today. That's episode four done and dusted. Episode five will be out with you next week. In the meantime, the show is now available on iTunes, Spotify and pretty much everywhere else you can catch podcasts. So if you'd enjoy today's show, again, please like it, share it, review it, give it five stars on iTunes or pass it on to someone who you think would benefit from today's show. And as always, 
If you've overheard anything in the gym that you want me to take a look at, just drop me a message and we'll be happy to take a look at it in a future episode. Until then, guys, keep moving.